All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my daily live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts. Hi, K. Russo Cares, using uh, pop culture and celebrity news. Um, if you are unfamiliar with me, if this is your first time seeing my face, uh, hearing my voice on the podcast, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and um, owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is, Miss Wendy, I'm going to introduce you in one minute. What that means is I help uh, people like yourself, people who are interested in starting their own businesses, being entrepreneurs, I help you get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like registration, contracts, trademarks, hiring employees, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, I help you do all of that. Why am I qualified to help you do all of that? I'm so happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 13 years and counting. I've started um, multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of the law, entrepreneurship, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible as possible. If you are planning on starting your business at the top of 2020 and you would like some help figuring out how you get that done, uh, I would suggest that you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, HiSoRap21, and book your uh, your business formation strategy session. My 2019 sessions will be ending December 15th of this year, and then they won't start again until January. And in January, my prices are going up. So if you want to work with me before the end of the year, you need to book your sessions now, okay? Now... On to the show. The point of this show is to take celebrity news and pop culture stories and teach you the concepts that you need to know to be successful in these streets. Like, um, not everybody wants to go to business school or go to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it, there's ju- there are just some concepts that you need to know. And I'm very passionate about educating entrepreneurs about those kinds of things, all right? But this is not just me talking at you. This is a dialogue. So I'm going to need some participation from you guys. Um, and I also wanted to say a special hello to Miss Whitney, who is one of the founders of K. Russo Cares. Uh, if you are in the DMV area, they are having... Um, a Christmas toy and coat drive. So go check out K Russo Cares on Instagram um, if you are interested in donating to their toy and coat drive, okay? Uh, we always want to support people out here um, helping the community. But um, again, like I said, we're going to keep this show brisk tonight because I have some things that I have to tend to, so we're going to be ending promptly at 8.30, okay? Um, but if we are ready to go, I need to see some readies in the comments so that I can get these, um, so that we can get started. I might even ask one of y'all to, actually, no, no, this, the stories today are not really great for interaction and I feel like I'm going to get lost and whatever. Anyway, don't mind me. I got one ready. I'm waiting for one more ready and then we're going to get, all right, we got two, we ready, we got three, we ready, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, the first story, thank you, uh, Jada. <laughs> so, the first story that we are talking about tonight, thank you, Miss Whitney, um, is it, it is an update. If you have watched my show over the last couple of months, I talked a couple of times about two things, Ariana Grande and Forever 21. So, if you don't know Forever 21, thank you, CKOE1212. Um, so, if you didn't know, Forever 21 has filed for bankruptcy, Right. Um, but within that filing for bankruptcy, Forever 21 was also sued by Ariana Grande's legal team for copyright infringement because they put her music 
and her face in ads for Forever 21 without her permission. They had been in talks for her to do, you know, an endorsement or a promotion for Forever 21, but it didn't pan out because Ariana was asking for $10 million and they didn't want to pay up. So she said, well, I'm not doing it. And they decided to use her pictures anyway. So Ariana Grande sued them. But here's the thing. Forever 21 is in bankruptcy right now. So Ariana's um, lawsuit can't really go forward in terms of suing Forever 21 for copyright infringement. So right now what's happening to Ariana Grande is she is basically a creditor. So while Forever 21 figures out this money situation and how they're going to shut down, Ariana Grande has to get in line with the rest of Forever 21's creditors, which means whoever they owe money to, suppliers, delivery people, rent, um, whoever's on their team, Ariana Grande has to get in line with these people and wait for her money. Now, here's the thing. We don't know where Ariana um, comes in that line. So by the time Forever 21 is able to pay off its creditors and they get to Ariana Grande, there may no there may not be any money for her to get. Now, I'm sure Ariana Grande is not hurting for this money, but she uh, but like what do you think sh- should happen if Forever 21 is not able to pay Ariana Grande her money for using her face without her permission and using her music without per- her permission? So think about when like whenever somebody, you know, is files for bankruptcy and they have all these creditors what what happens to the creditors if there's no more money left? What can Ariana Grande do to maybe try and recoup this loss? What do you guys think? Um, because this is not just, this is, this is, they used her face, they used a lookalike model and dressed her like Ariana Grande, they used her music, and they were, and they were gonna hire her, but she said she wanted $10 million, and basically they were like, well, we ain't got it. So they went Ariana, Ariana, what's smaller than Grande? They went Ariana Venti. <laughs> I don't know what's smaller than Grande, but, you know, they got Ariana Light and tried to get past it that way. And Ariana Grande's people were like, no, no, no. We see what you're doing. Run us our money. But now Forever 21 is like, well, I ain't got it. So what should happen with uh, with Forever 21, what should happen with Ariana Grande? What do you think they can do to come to a compromise? Because Forever 21's doors are about to close. Um, so Rap so, 21 said, a piece of the business when they start selling it off. AZ to win said, Ariana Light. Yes, but um, So Rap 21, are, are they selling the business off or are they just shutting down? Because we don't know what's going to happen. They're trying to restructure while they're in bankruptcy, right? Um, so one of your suggestions is if they're selling off pieces, give her a piece. Uh, Miss Whitney said there's no compromising. So if there's no compromise, what are the Forever 21 people supposed to do? Go to jail? (laughs) I mean, you can't go to jail for debt. Don't get me wrong. But do you think that, that possibly, uh, being incarcerated (laughs) should, should be a possibility for the Forever 21 CEOs? Because somebody in that somebody in there knew that this was happening. This is not just a one person mistake. This is an entire team of people. Um, so let me know what you guys think about that. And while you're at it, let me know your favorite Ariana Grande song. <laughs> AZ the winner said, or the owner should come out his pockets. I'm pretty sure he's rich enough to pay her. I 
actually do not know who owns Forever 21. Um, they, I don't know if they're U.S.-based or China-based. Uh, Miss Whitney said someone knew. Oh, absolutely someone knew. Um, but we, we, we would have to figure out who owns Forever 21 and what do they own. So if we're going to go after their personal assets, we have to figure out who exactly owns Forever 21, what do they own, and can we sell it off to settle this debt? So I don't know who owns Forever 21. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'll do some research on that um, tomorrow. But if you think Ariana is going to get her money, give me a one. And if you think Ariana is going to be left holding the bag, give me a two. So if you think Ariana is going to be able to eventually get her $10 million from Forever 21, give me a one. If you think that she's going to be just kind of like, well, I guess it's just a loss, give me a two. Miss Whitney put a one. Miss Whitney thinks that Ariana is going to be able to get her money. Hi, Sincere39. How you doing? Um, what do I have any more any more um, predictions? Do we think Ariana is going to be able to get her money? Sincere believes that Ariana is going to be able to get her money. Okay, so Rap21 thinks that Ariana is going to get her money. Y'all have faith in the system. Okay, I see y'all. All right. So we're just going to wait and see. Miss um, Whitney said the lawyer have to put in work. Uh, Tay Hibiscus said too, she does not think that Ariana is going to get her money. AZ the winner does not, also does not think that Ariana is going to get her money. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, whoever's watching on Facebook, yo, you can participate too. I want to hear you. People in podcast land, let me know. You can email me, mplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. Let me know if you think Ariana is going to get her money. Um, but yes, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens between Ariana and Forever 21 because we just don't know. We don't know how they're going to be able to divide up those assets. All right. Um, now we are moving on to our second story. Like I said, we have to go quick today. I have an appointment at 830, but I still wanted to come up, come up today. So does, so rap 21 asked, so does bankruptcy stop people from suing them? bankruptcy yeah bankruptcy can stop people from you know pursuing you directly and basically they have to go to the court and stand in line and wait for their turn so depending on who you are as a creditor meaning the person who was owed money certain creditors get preference over others so we don't know where in that line of creditors ariana grande is going to end up so if she is at the end of the line she basically has to wait until everybody gets paid before her um so we're just gonna have to wait and see does that answer your question so rap 21 does it answer your question um yes that's a very good question so rap 21 um and uh Yes, so if you guys have any more um, questions, comments about Ariana, please drop them down, but I'm going to move on to the next story, because this is juicy, y'all, um, but it, it's, it doesn't, it, you may not think it starts off juicy, but trust me, it does. So, um, how many of you guys have um, ever worked in the medical field, and you've had to work with um, medical record software? So if you didn't know... Um, when I was in college and law school, I worked as a unit secretary and I had, um, I had, there was a system that I had to access when I was, um, admitting and discharging patients. I think it was the Epic, Epic, was it Epic? I think it was called Epic. Um, but there are multiple, um, if you work in the medical field, 
medical records are all electronic now. So there are different systems that are being developed to handle medical records. And a, con- and a company called Kipu Systems, they developed their own electric medical record system, but it was specifically for rehab hospitals. So, you know, if people are going in for, um, you know, substance abuse problems, um, this is the system that they would use to manage the medical records of their patients, right? So, uh, Kipu Systems, with their, with, uh, with their medical record system, they had a client named Solutions Recovery LLC, okay? So, Solutions Recovery was a client with them for about 35 days, but they were complaining about everything. They said this didn't work, they said that didn't work, and then, um, and then eventually they canceled their service. So, and, uh, Kipu Systems was like, cool, you don't like the service, whatever. But then a year later... Kipu Systems goes to a trade show and they see this same company marketing an electronic medical record system that is disturbingly similar to the system that they developed. So basically, this company, Solutions Recovery LLC, became a client of Kipu Systems and essentially got into their medical record system to see how it worked and then copied it for themselves. They reverse engineered it. Um, um, So yeah, so once they were clients and they had access to the system, they hacked it and they had some guy from Bulgaria basically develop a copycat system, right? And he, and the guy who developed the system, he was bragging about it on LinkedIn. It was on his LinkedIn page that he was the creator of this new medical record system that was called Zen Charts LLC. So Kipu Systems find out, finds out that their old client is, uh, you know, copied their system and is marketing it to other people. So they had the developer of the of this new system served on LinkedIn. Can you believe that? Can you think can you imagine going into your LinkedIn inbox and finding a summons saying that you are being sued? They are going to find you ladies and gentlemen if you are out here on the internet, okay? Um and when they when they when they looked at the new system, meaning when the plaintiffs Kipu systems, when they looked at this copycat system, they copied it word for word. They even copied their mistakes. So here's the argument. It's not legal. It's not what well, what do you mean? Ser- serving them over over on the internet? Um I think this was a special case because this guy was in Bulgaria. I don't know if they knew how to find him in Bulgaria, but this was how um, they, they were able to kind of get, um, yeah, I mean, he. do you know anybody in Bulgaria? I don't even know how the address system works over there, so I will serve you on the internet if I have to. Um, but anyway, so this company, um, Solutions Recovery LLC, that stole the system, that, that reverse engineered and hacked the system, Do you know what their argument was for saying that they didn't do anything wrong? They said that their program was not originally written in English. They said it was written in Bulgarian, so it was not copying. Think about Harry Potter books. Harry Potter books have been translated into every language known to man. Just because I translate a Harry Potter book into Hindi, does that mean it is no longer... um, 
J.K. Rowling's work? Does that mean that I did? Does that mean that I didn't copy it from J.K. Rowling? That is the argument that Solutions Recovery LLC was using. They said, "Look, our system. Yeah, it. it when you translate it, it's the same, but it was written in Bulgarian, so we didn't copy it. Anyway." The court did not agree with them, and they um, awarded and they entered judgment for Kipu Systems. Now, Kipu Systems was asking for twenty-eight million dollars. If you think about the hospitals that Kipu works with, hospitals generate millions of dollars. Like they use a lot of different equipment and systems. So we don't know how how much business Kipu Systems lost because of Solutions Recovery LLC. So Kipu Systems said. We want $28 million. However, the court, um, they did not award them $28 million. They, uh, they awarded them $19.5 million. So they have basically said that Solutions Recovery LLC has to pay Kipu Systems $19.5 million. So my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, the creators of this system live in Bulgaria. Yes, they have some people over here, but do you think that Kipu Systems is going to get this $19.5 million? I personally am a little skeptical. I just feel like there are too many pieces. There are too many ways that people can run out. They can appeal. They can hold out. Um, I hope that Kipu Systems gets their money, but who knows? People on Facebook, what's going on? Hey, say hi. Hello. Um, Sincere39 said probably not. They probably won't get their money. Miss Whitney said not nah, really. Me, me neither. I really don't think that they're going to be able to get all their money. I hope they're able to do something. I hope that they can at least put people on blast. Let people know, look, if you're working with Zencharts LLC, um, you know, they, they have copied our work and maybe they can recoup some of their business that way. Um, but we're going to have to wait and see. I really hope the best for them. Okay, um, quick, uh, quick note before we come on our last story. Yes, I'm ending early today. I have, I have a business meeting at 8.30. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my final, uh, one-on-ones of 2019 and December 15th. If you want to start your business at the top of 2020 and you want to work with me, um, I would suggest that you book your sessions now because prices are going up in 2020. So go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and, uh, book your session today. All right. Okay. Last story that we are talking about today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's a quick show. I'm sorry, but you know, your girl, your girl got to do things. Um, this is, uh, this was interesting. So I saw a story. Anybody who wants to get involved in the cannabis industry, give me a C in the comments. Okay. Because what is the one thing I have told you guys about trademarks and the cannabis industry? What is the what is the what is the rule about trademarks for the cannabis industry? Sorak twenty one wants to be sincere thirty nine wants to be. What's the rule about trademarks in the cannabis industry? We've talked about it multiple times with stories, right? And while you put that in there, I'm going to give you the story. So there is a company. It is based in Florida, but they have um, they have loca- a location in Michigan where medical marijuana is legal. Um, Miss Whitney said it's not trade. Yeah, you can't trademark anything in the cannabis industry. Very good, Miss Whitney. Um, so at, there's a company called Access Power. They are based in Florida, but they have locations in Grand Michigan, 
in, in Michigan, and they they specialize in medical marijuana. It's not that it can't be duplicated. It's that you can't have trademarks for the cannabis industry because cannabis is not federally recognized. You can have state trademarks, but not federal. And this is going to come in very important in just a minute. So Access Power, they have um, developed a new service for delivery of medical marijuana clones. If you grow plants, if you are a gardener, MJ Jackson wants to be in the cannabis industry. Zephyrina says, see, but I want to work with hemp. This, um, this, in, uh, well, actually, Zephyrina, hemp has been taken off the schedule for, uh, for illegal substances. So it, you can get in the hemp industry, baby. Actually, um, a company just trademarked the first, um, just, just got the first trademark for, um, for hemp pre-rolls. Um, yeah. So go on ahead with the hemp industry. But as I was saying, so Access Power, they have a service where they deliver medical marijuana clones. If anybody gardens, you know that you can, if you cut off a piece of a plant and you plant it, that's called a clone and you can grow, you know, a copy of that plant somewhere else. So Access Power now has a delivery service and they said that they are filing a federal trademark for the phrase clones by drones. Okay. Now, remember, I have said, it is, it is, and not I have said, this is the law. You cannot trademark anything for an illegal purpose. And as of now, cannabis, medical or otherwise, is illegal on a federal level. So how are you going to file this federal trademark for something that is federally illegal? I actually did the legwork. I went to the test um, search system on the USPTO.gov website. I did so many searches for clones by drones, and I could not find it. And when I read the press release about them, um, awesome. And when I read the press release about them filing this federal trademark, it sounded like it was something that they just kind of did with their PR and then didn't really check the background of. I even went to the Michigan State website to see if I could find their website, but it's a little bit complicated. Um, I, I may have to do some some more digging, but I don't see anything in the atmosphere for clones by drones other than this press release. So ladies and gentlemen, this should be a very easy question for you guys. Do you think that Access Power is going to be able to federally trademark the term clones by drones for the delivery of medical marijuana clones? Remember our rule about federal trademarks. What do you guys think? Ladies and, um, ladies and gentlemen in podcast land and those in between, what do you think? So Miss Whitney said no, and I totally agree with you. Sincere, you said yes. Why do you think they're going to be able to trademark it? So Rap21 said no. Okay. What do you guys think? What do y'all think? Until it's federal. That's right. So I think that Access Power may have gotten a little bit ahead of themselves and um, they thought that they were going to be able to trademark it federally because when I read the press release, the, um, the, uh, the CEO of the company said that it was a suggestion. Hi, we were Jane. It was a suggestion by his wife um, or his secretary or something. Whoever made the suggestion to trademark clones by drones was not an attorney obviously. So we can pretty much guarantee that they are not going to be trademark, not going to be able to trademark clones by drones. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. 
um, at least federally. They may be able to trademark it in um, in Michigan, uh, where they have one of their locations. But on a federal level, uh, I would be very surprised if they're able to, to even get this filed. Um, yes. So... Those were the stories that I have for you today. Like I said, I do have to run. I think I have like 60 seconds left for questions. Um, again, if you want to uh, work with me before the end of the year, you need to book your, your um, sessions before December 15th because I'm not taking any sessions after that because it's holiday time and the price is going up in January. So go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Book your session. For those of you who came in late, this whole episode is going to be up on my YouTube channel as well. The audio is going to be on the podcast, and you can find the links for those at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Okay? So now I got to go take care of some business. I will be back on tomorrow, and we will have more time to hang out together. But thank you guys so much for your energy and your time. I really appreciate you. Okay? Bye.